0: Welcome back to another Edge God In podcast. Thank you for pushing the pause button today to Edge God In, to your mind, your will, and those crazy, crazy emotions. I just had an, an emotional outburst yesterday. Isn't it interesting when that happens? I, I guess it's it's not when we have them. It's if it's, it's not if we have them, it's when we have them. And really, how quickly can we recover when we get hijacked by our emotions the holy spirit is very tender at entering into those spaces and just calling us back to that higher ground with the love of christ our mission at edge god in if this is your first time listening in is to champion your human potential in christ you can access the podcast on your uh, podcast app or visit us at our main website at edgegodin.com There is also a one sheet that we created. My uh, post-grad masters is in adult education, human resources development. And believe it or not, there is an effective methodology for learning, transferring, and sustaining uh, new thoughts, new ideas, new guidance as the Holy Spirit guides us. And we have that one sheet that has those five steps. That's a free download at edgegodin.com. Edge Guardian podcast is actually becoming the voice of the Emotional Intelligence in Christ project. Today, we're going to be talking about a topic that we've covered quite extensively in the Emotional Intelligence in Christ project. So we're just pulling it out to just have a conversation around um, how we're wired. There are, There are four different areas, profiles that that uh, were developed in a DISC profile program um, quite some time ago. And Ken Bogus, who is one of our um, co-authors in the Emotional Intelligence in Christ book and the project and the course, has masterfully made it a biblical DISC, D-I-S-C. They each have unique characteristics. I happen to be a high I, so I'm very excited about today's (laughs) topic because it Speaks into how God wired me in many ways. And Ken is going to lead us into a, a connection with that wiring and the Bible. What, is, what do the scriptures say about how you're wired? So, today, if you're a high eye, or if you know someone who's a high eye, and this will make more sense as you listen in, our title is Emotional Intelligent Guidelines to Love High Eyes. Our learning objective is at the end of this podcast, that you will learn observable traits. You'll be able to recognize a high eye. If you're not a high eye, you'll definitely, perhaps you're married to a high eye and you don't even know it. (laughs) But the more you know, the more empowered you can be by the Holy Spirit to stay with your lights on in Christ and implement self-control. When you understand, oh, okay, that's how God made this person. How can I make a Christ connection in the midst of our differences? So, it's our goal that you will be able to observe the traits and recognize high eye behavior, what they want, and what they fear. You'll also learn at the end of this podcast how to connect with people who are high eyes, just as Jesus did. The Emotional Intelligence in Christ Project can be found at emotionalintelligenceinchrist.com if you're interested and curious to learn more about this disc assessment. The book actually contains a uh, included disc, biblical disc profile assessment along with an emotional intelligence assessment link within the book. And if you're curious for more and a more extensive assessment in this area, if this piques your interest, you can visit leadlikejesus.com and you can explore their longer biblical disc assessment there as well. So I am going to bring in my dear friend and colleague, and as I mentioned, he is our, our part of the God Squad that, that launched the Edge or the Emotional Intelligence in Christ Project, Ken Vogus, and he is the adjunct professor in the Doctorate Program at Dallas Seminary. I listen very carefully when Ken speaks because he has a profound and extensive wisdom. Of the scriptures and love of the scriptures. And when I accepted Christ at 17 years old, that was the one thing the Holy Spirit just filled me with instantaneously was a love for the Holy Scriptures. So let's begin in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Sweet Jesus, we pray that the words of our mouth, the meditations of our heart would be acceptable in your sight today for the edification of everyone who's tuning in today. You are after each person who is listening in today. Your desire is to draw them closer into your love so that they can love better. We can't give out what we haven't experienced within. So first and more foremost, help us to experience your love for us, exactly how we're wired. Not everyone thinks the way I think. Give us the grace to see life through the perspective of people around us so that the Holy Spirit can help us manage our personal emotions and behaviors in a way that honors you. We want to love people the way you loved people, Jesus, and how you modeled that for us and how you continue to love us. So lead us on Lord, lead us on name of the father, son, and the Holy spirit. Amen. Ken, thank you so much for your time today. As I mentioned, selfishly speaking, being a high eye, I am um, very, uh, excited to hear what we learn about this particular profile behavior. And if you wouldn't mind, because some people perhaps jumping on the call don't even know what disc is and uh, let alone biblical disc. Can you give a brief summary of that? And then we'll focus in on the eye of the disc, which is one of the four profiles.
1: Well, disc is um, an attempt to, uh, define uh, behavior uh, on four different continuums with a focus on normality. And uh, within that, um, with that thought, is norm- normality that can be different. And it is the respect of that diversity that it helps us to understand the need of the moment and how to respond in a way. So, that you affirm uh, that behavior style. You may not understand it, but you need to very definitely respect it and know how to go ahead and respond in love. So, that's this model is basically a model of of defining needs. If I could use it in a very simple form, it is defining what the need is and how to respond.
0: I like that. I'm taking notes (laughs) defining needs and how to respond. To,
1: to those needs in an effective way so that you uh, communicate uh, uh, love is what, what it's all about. I mean, the, 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 the capturing of knowing these various different love strategies and associating with that person that you're talking to. And part of that is in knowing how to recognize that. And of course, I do this a lot in in, uh, what we call uh, body language uh, communication. You look at them and how they're communicating, uh, both verbal and nonverbal, and and uh, we, we train people within five minutes to know the basic style of that person just by, by listening and observing their body language and mm. then associating that to, okay, what's my strategy to love that person?
0: I love that. Those words that you use as different, loves, lo- as different love strategies, that's a beautiful way because I use the disc quite a bit in uh, the secular realm in corporate America as my main assessment when I'm working with an executive client or a team to find out the different ways that people are wired and to create more of a collaborative engagement based on understanding and managing your own filters. You have taken it to the heart of what I love, which is the scriptures and the truth, the main truth, the one truth of, um, of why our heart beats on a daily basis. And, and we are called to love as Jesus loved. This is, I was reading again in the scriptures, how many times Jesus said, this is my commandment. This is my commandment. This is my commandment that Mm -hmm. you love one another as I have loved you. Love one another as I have loved you. So these in fact are love strategies to help us to learn how to respond to those Mm -hmm. uh, who are wired differently than we are. So there are four of those different strategies and they're, they're captured in the D I S and C love strategies. We're talking about I today, and this is going to be, we're going to have this series once a month, and we're going to go through all four four of these love strategies. This month, we're discussing the I strategy. And uh, why don't you just give us an overview of some observable traits, that's one of our learning objectives, of high I behavior. I could speak about this all day because it's how I'm wired. (laughs) So could my husband. (laughs) Just saying. <laughs> uh, the 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 thing that
1: that I you can always tell uh, the, the eye is their their giftedness and and using words and I and I say the words that eyes use are different than <laughs> than mine <laughs> you know and that, that I always say uh, that that eyes use technicolor words you know they're mm, they're so expressive and they're they're, <laughs> they're so f- f- feeling driven guilty you know?
0: guilty totally guilty
1: <laughs> yeah and, and and it just it just flows and i and i call them you know eyes have the gift of uh, being wordsmiths uh, they they mm-hmm. they know how to go ahead and 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 uh, illuminate uh, a, a particular event uh, way beyond anything that i see you know mm-hmm. <laughs> but i enjoy the moment of it you know <laughs> what they what they see as a, you know type of thing and of course i have the the the, the pleasure of having been married a, and am married 57 years to I and uh, their their ability to go ahead and meet people so easily I just I just marvel at Linda uh, uh, with regard to her ability to just to reach out to people Uh, I have to my patience is always understanding when we go to church uh, you know, people says, "Where's Linda?" I says, "Well, she's networking." <laughs> so where is she networking? I says, "I have no idea, but I know she's networking." You
0: know? <laughs> <laughs> now you're wired very differently, and oh that'll come. That'll come at a at a different different uh, right. podcast. Right. Um, right. I I know that you're wired very differently, right. which right. is which is kind of fun in the presence of of eyes. So so, what is the love strategy with the eyes?
1: Well, I think I, I think that the, the the thing that I learned with with Linda is knowing that uh, she needs to be able to when she's under stress just to verbalize her feelings and, and, and talk in random terms. Mm. And 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 what what I early on in our relationship, I used to say, okay, well, I hear what you're saying, and let me tell you how you can fix your problem.
0: <laughs> that's your well, that's your c yeah,
1: yeah you know i'm very logic driven you know and yeah. and and i also have enough d to kind of, kind of get to the bottom line of stuff you know and yeah. this is plan a and this is what you need to do you know and it and for some reason it never worked you know and, and, <laughs> and you I, think You think, you know, and I'm sitting there saying, okay, you know, I got to figure out something different here. And mm. probably the, the, the greatest thing that came through that happened uh, was well, one evening when she was talking and I, I, I didn't have any energy to respond at all. You know, I just sat there and said, now I know this thing is gonna go a long time. And it did. And, you know, and the only thing I could do is grunt and say, wow, <laughs> you know, and, and that, that was my contribution to this whole 45 minute of dialogue, you know? <laughs> and, and finally, uh, you know, she finished and we went to bed and and uh, I, I might I was asleep before my head hit the pillow, you know, <laughs> and and uh, I felt like I, con- uh, you know, contribute absolutely nothing, Lauren. I mean, nothing. Well, I get it. I, I, I got you, it. I, I, just, I was there, you know, and um, I got up the next morning and I saw Linda and, and she says, I got to tell you something. I said, what, 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 what? And she says, I can't tell you how much you helped me last night.
0: Wow! There's and, and, your sign, and I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know, you know, and, and I sit there. I've got to learn something here. I've got to learn something here, and uh as to as because I did something right, I have no idea what I did, other than <laughs> keep my mouth shut. Maybe that's it. You know, <laughs> you know, and then, then I realize uh, I uh, on that that. I, I have a question when Linda is, and I can tell on Linda when she's stressed out, you know, and she start, start talking a little random there. And, I, and I'll tell her, I says, Linda, do you need feedback or do you just want me to listen? That's Probably the that's most brilliant. important question in dealing with eyes when they're stressed out, the most loving thing you can do is ask that question. And if they tell you, if they tell you, I just need you to listen and it would be helpful if you look interested.
0: <laughs> exactly. That's a
1: bonus. Yeah, That's a bonus. And I, I, tri- I, I try to, you know, just to, to relation, the thing I put on pause, though, Lauren, is any, th- any degree of any logical feedback at that moment. Mm-hmm. When she's ready, she'll tell me. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I just sit there and listen. And uh, the best illustration that I can use is kind of an athletic thing, and that is, that is tennis. That you can at times play tennis by just hitting a ball against the wall because it'll bounce right back, won't it?
0: Yeah, I've done that a lot. And, and, you know, <laughs> and, and you're sitting
1: there, but thinking about. But if you've got somebody that you, that that are you're bouncing words to, and they look interested, and 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 basically are there for you at that moment without saying thing, knowing that. <laughs> If 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 you need something from them, they'll say something otherwise they're there just for you. Mm-hmm. That probably has helped me more than anything else in our relationship is to, is to is to not judge, never judge during those moments. I don't judge that. I, I sit there and listen and wait if she wants me to give her feedback. The other thing that we've learned over there, and I, I get into love language, my love language is touch and, and hers is, is just quality time. And at a point in time where she's saying, I'm done now, her hand always goes out. That means that's time for us to just pray together. So wow. That's, that's, that's kind of worked for us over the years. If we've any, we've learned anything in our relationship is that we, pray more.
0: <laughs> we wow. pray more
1: together and we always pray with our, you know, holding our
0: hands. And
1: that's, um, that's beautiful. Would you
0: mind telling the listeners the five love languages? Okay. Um,
1: the, the, the love languages that are there and I may miss one here, but, but uh, mine is words of affirmation, mm-hmm. you know, just words and, and our eyes good at that eyes are very good at that very good at that linda can see something positive positive in that <laughs> i don't yep. see that you know but but to know that that is there and that is my love language the words of affirmation the others touch which is this and um mm-hmm. uh the, the, linda's is different she's mm-hmm. an eye but her love language is different too and that's quality time and and and, mm-hmm. and uh uh it's also acts of service those are the two that that are that are uh, her too, and then that fifth one is called gifts, and mm-hmm. that's not mine. That's not hers, uh, except for for grandchildren. You know, Linda.
0: <laughs> that's an exception. That's always the exception. I've got two. So that's always the exception. That that
1: one's always there. So we, not only do we know our behavioral style, but we know our love languages and, and uh... very,
0: very, very powerful. And I would encourage listeners. If you haven't, you can just get online and just um, search love language quiz.
1: And, and it's free. And mm-hmm. it's free. Yep.
0: Mm-hmm. And Very powerful.
1: At 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 at, um, at Dallas Seminary, uh, I I give them a project before they come to the class, and that is to do a case study on somebody they want to love. And most of the most of the guys pick their wives. Mm. And what they have to do is they have to understand the the this style, and they also have to um, understand their love languages, and they have to write a case study.
0: That's beautiful. And, and their
1: assignment is a case study on how they figured out how to love their wives better.
0: Mm. yeah that's beautiful because yeah. when i see you as i am not as you are that's when that's when satan slithers in oh my and gosh. will distort delete and generalize uh information and create conflict and his biggest goal is disconnect and separation what and to divide.
1: What, what, is, what what that strategy involves is his awareness of what what our what our want is
0: mm-hmm.
1: And be aware when the want is not met and fear shows up, that's when he exercises and starts throwing darts. And Mm. to exercise and cause our fears to get out of control. And when our fears are incongruent to one another, we have what we call conflict. And your maturity is understanding what your fears are and figure out how to manage it. You've got to. You've got to go ahead and to have a healthy respect of your fears. The want of an eye is social recognition or affirmation. That's, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And what's the opposite of that? Rejection. Mm-hmm. When, when 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 eyes are rejected, that's that's a spear right through your heart.
0: Yeah.
1: And I know when I look at Linda and she experiences that in a relationship where, where, where she senses rejection, that's when I need to come alongside and says, I'm here for you.
0: Yeah, that's powerful, that, mm-hmm. you know, so so it it's is such somewhat, powerful information because yeah. you even just knowing that that can direct your behavior yeah. with the Holy Spirit to be like Jesus, right. to love like Jesus. It's a strategy. The thing, yeah.
1: The thing I want to tell you about Jesus and, and about God, the Father, is he understands this stuff. Mm. and 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 the joy that i have is to study the scriptures and see how he loved a particular style identify the biblical character and of course the biblical character in scripture or with regard to
0: the eyes peter mm. and we're i've always felt connected to him isn't that funny <laughs> no, duh. <laughs> duh.
1: duh, you know and he's with me he is he is such a it's one of those classic things whatever if peter had a thought it came out of his mouth
0: you know? <laughs> yep you know and not and, much filtering going on there no not at all
1: <laughs> not at all not at all and he and he to me i i just laugh and chuckle at him and there's some great stuff there's great humor in there and in in a lot of those case studies and i i i, I always uh Uh, resonate on on the transfiguration one which is in Matthew 7 17 you know and and um, he he's asleep and Jesus talked to Moses and and Elijah you know and he wakes up and of course when he wakes up he's got to go ahead and say something Mm -hmm. and he says Lord you know it's great being here you know Why? Why don't we make uh, three tabernacles here and and why don't we stay? You know, the gift of the tabernacle is a seven day celebration. So he's thinking, let's stay. Let's have a little time here. Let's party. (laughs) I like like to party. party. (laughs) <laughs> but I'm having a hey I can hey you want me to be MC, I can do this. I got some great <laughs> <laughs> absolutely
0: seven-day <laughs> <laughs>
1: party. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> What's so hilarious about that moment is the, the scripture says and while he was still speaking <laughs> The Lord said, you know, God, <laughs> God the Father only talks three times in, in the New Testament, you know, it's, yeah. uh, it's, it's at the cross, and of course, at the baptism, and this moment, you know, and wow. Peter's the one that caused that to happen, he said, this is my son who, I'm, uh, who I love, listen to him, basically, he's saying, I'm hearing you, button it up,
0: buddy, <laughs> That is so funny. I never, I never paused on that. And I'm always searching for yeah. those hidden nuggets of truth oh, within, within the scriptures. But the fact that he, while he was speaking, now, the Lord spoke. While he was heaven. still speaking. While he was still speaking, the Lord just crashed that scene and said, Hey, right. this is the reason. This is my beloved son. Yeah. Listen to him.
1: Yeah. Listen to him, you know, and, and it was, you know, it's oh,' message there. Time to listen, time to listen, you know? And, and so that's, that's just, you know, it, 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 is, it is hilarious to listen to it in some time, but then to also to see the love strategy. And of course, the, the, the big one that, that we have uh, of how to love an eye is John 21. And um, John 21 is so rich in emotional intelligence, Lauren, uh, it's it's scary mm. if you understand what's going on there mm. and uh i don't know if you want to go there now or you want to go somewhere else but but uh, that's where i want to go before we get through with this yeah yeah
0: absolutely um, i i say jump jump into the strategy okay. to give listeners okay. just a model so of I want, set, I want to the set i want to set this yeah i want to set
1: the scene here mm-hmm. okay john 21 is a ps to to the uh uh to john's uh, gospel It, 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 he adds a PS to it because of a rumor that Christ was going to go ahead and return. And, and he did say that, but that's not, you know, the the interpretation was wrong. So he added the story, the entire story, John being a C, of course, he's going to give us a lot of details, you know but it's so rich in 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 understanding how to love in fact it was the first time that i really saw the environmental side well, my, initially when i got in the disc i was just profiling characters i had no idea that they that those environments were there of how to love I you know and when I saw it I said boy that's where the golden nugget is mm. and and John 21 and Peter was the first one so I'll, I'll go ahead and set the thing up for you John 21 is after the resurrection and then, and after he had already gone ahead and met with Peter well before and he told him to go to Galilee for that final meeting and so that's where they are they're sitting there on the beach and they're watching the sun go down all the disciples are there and peter bless his heart comes up with an idea let's go fishing (laughs) you know return to the familiar yeah yeah let's just let's just something spontaneous peter is not only an i he's an id with no s and c what does that mean he's got he, I, I call it ants in his pants. He can't sit still, you know, he, he's got to be doing something all the time. And I can relate just to that. watching the sun go down is not something he really enjoys doing. So he comes up with this idea to go fishing and they spend all night trying to catch fish and they catch nothing. I mean, absolutely nothing. And, and my point in that is if you are out on a boat and you don't. You're, and you And it was your idea, Lauren. Is your idea to go out there to have fun?
0: And it ain't no fun. <laughs> you think, all right, let's wrap this up. This isn't going as planned. <laughs> and it says. And then you got some seas in
1: the boat. Be careful. They're going <laughs> to come remind you. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't be here out in the first place. Duh. Exactly. Exactly. They'll let you
0: know real fast.
1: uh, Real fast, you know, and not a good choice. What is their motive for giving you feedback? Guilt. (laughs) Yep. You got it. You got it. (laughs) And and you're not just hearing it, you're feeling it. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yep.
0: You feel it right away. The
1: sun's coming up and and you got nothing. You got nothing. And now off on the shore, there's somebody. (laughs) There's somebody there. And, and, and he calls out to him, says, friends, that's the, he opens it up by saying friends, not guilt. <laughs> He's Jesus. And he says, what are you guys doing here? That's what they deserved. Yep. But he yeah. says, friends. Now, what does that mean? He's creating a, a positive, friendly tone mm. in the I Love that. That what you have in the three R's, how to respond, relate, and reinforce, what's the first bullet statement? The first bullet said, be friendly and positive. And it ain't a positive situation, but he is saying something friendly as the, as the, as the startup. Mm. And then he asked a question. How's, how's you fishing? How you doing?
0: You catch I anything?
1: They said, nah. <laughs> you know, throw your net on the other side. And, and what they do and it? say, oh, okay. You know, this is whatever. What do we got to lose? You know, and they throw it up. Lauren, they catch 153 fish in a New York minute.
0: <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's my, that's my ID combination. Let's get her done.
1: Boy, he got it. Done. Did he get it done? Oh, he, totally he got it done. done. Effortlessly, effortlessly. And, 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 and do you think the environment
0: changed from Absolutely. a
1: negative to a positive? Are you kidding me?
0: What's the deal with 153, by the way? Just a side note. Okay. Okay.
1: Since you ask, <laughs> 153, there's two, two things that relate back to Christ. Okay. The first one is that Jesus used the terminology to identify who he was by using the term I am, Lauren. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the first person he used that with was the woman at the well. But guess how many times I am is recorded in relationship to who Jesus was in the scriptures? 153.
0: 153. Wow.
1: Jesus had a, had a habit of asking questions. And it's great communication way mm-hmm. to go ahead and engage in a wizard. How many questions are recorded in the scriptures of Jesus asking a question? 153. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. It's amazing. I love that. It, it, it really so it has significance. Mm-hmm. But the main significance, 153 times, he uses the term to identify himself as I am. Okay. Mm. <laughs>
0: That's so beautiful. we're
1: back to back to uh, going ahead and dealing with Peter. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm defaulting back, getting back on track here.
0: Yep, because okay? you're a C and I'm an I. Go for it. <laughs> This is yeah. okay, <laughs> listeners. This is in motion, right? I'm an I. Yeah. Uh, Ken is a C. Right, and, and so he no. is. He is. He he follows. He follows the details, the strategy. I might jump around, as you know, as you've listened to other podcasts. And the Holy Spirit is my virtual assistant. Will often bring me back many times. However, Ken is has got the strategy down and the points to cover, which is wow. awesome. You can see how how both are beneficial. <laughs>
1: And I don't mind a little diversion. I don't, I don't mind that, you know, mm-hmm. the, the question of the 153. It's not a problem, you know, because mm-hmm. it's there. But what, what is important? Now that they catch the fish, what would put an exclamation point to the positive side of this event? Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, remember where we are now. They've been out there all night. Now it's day. And what, what they're sitting there saying, okay, they've been out there working all night. And now they're hungry. Guess what Jesus did? Made them breakfast. Made them breakfast. Wow. Mm. And they can smell it. I can smell. Can you imagine working and then you can smell breakfast? Mm. Oh, <laughs> you think you're going to be okay with that one? It's amazing. You know? yeah, you know. And so they're sitting around. Wait a minute. Somebody's got to serve them, right? Mm-hmm. Who does that? Jesus, Jesus serves them. He serves them breakfast. That's okay. Amazing. I mean and, and now their bellies are full, <laughs> mm-hmm. and they're sitting around. And I'm sure Peter is telling a telling a story. He's probably saying something like, "You guys were, and you know, I was just testing you. I knew Jesus was going to show up, and get, you know, yeah, right.
0: Uh-huh. Thinking <laughs> about him.
1: <laughs> okay. Now. What is important to going to the next level of the three R's is how do you build on a relating type of question or going somewhere of substance? You create a friendly voice tone to ask a question to allow them to verbalize their feelings. This is how you
0: relate to an I. That's
1: the way you relate to an eye. Ask a ask a question, but in a tone of voice that's positive, but it's, it's got substance to it. Mm-hmm. And what's the question that Jesus, after their bellies are full, and they tell some stories, probably <laughs> none, some of them maybe not as true as they should be, you know. But but what the heck, he asked that question, Peter. I've got a question mark. Do you love me? And and more than these. And what he uses is he uses the word agape to Peter. And Peter goes ahead and he responds with phileo. He says, Lord, you know, I like you, you know, <laughs> but I, it's obvious I'm not where you're coming from, you know. Mm. And, and it's interesting what he does, and in, in the three R's, one of the things that you do in that relational side is transfer talk to an action plan. Mm-hmm. And as soon as Peter gives an honest answer, you know, I like you. I wish I could get there. He says, now, let me tell you what you need. He said, he said, feed my lambs. And the way you interpret that, feed my lambs, is you're going to have some new believers in your life, Peter. What you need to do is spend your time modeling how to love one another as I do. And so he's giving him an action plan. That's part of the three R's. Not only do you create the right tone, not only do you allow him to go ahead and verbalize his feeling,
0: you transfer
1: his feelings
0: to an action plan. (laughs) Can you, can you briefly sum up the three R's? What are the, what are the three R's? What do they stand for? The three for? Just- R's
1: is first is how do I initially respond to you so you are comfortable with me? Then I want to go ahead and build on that to create a relationship. The other R is relation. How do I, how do I connect with you relationally? And the third one is how do I continue to reinforce you continue to love you. No matter what you do, you can't stop me from loving you. And I'm going to go ahead and do and meet a need that you have right now and in the future. Now, we're not at reinforcing yet, Lauren. Mm-hmm. We're mm-hmm. just at the relational side of things right now, okay? Mm-hmm. that We're still there. And that's making sure that you understand what I want you to go ahead and do as far as an action plan. Now, what I'm going to do here is now go to reinforce. This is where I'm going now, is he asked him a third time, "Do you like me, Peter?" He, he goes to Phileo. <laughs> Wow. Now we're getting down to the nitty gritty. Do you even like me, Peter? And, and Peter says, man, you're really getting me now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you really getting me now, you know, all things, Lord. And what he does there is gives him another, another action plan and that is to go ahead and not only go ahead and feed the young ones, but also mentor mentor the uh, uh your leadership you 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 show them how and then finally you go ahead and feed them the word of god too so you're 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 doing that you're taking care of the young believers you're going ahead and mentoring your your leadership and you're showing them how to from scripture at a deeper level so he's giving them three points of how to do his ministry okay mm-hmm. And then it's he went down, down to where he was and basically said, do you even like me? And he said, well, you know all things, you know? <laughs> and and, and then, then he goes ahead and he says, I want to make sure that I, you get the final one, Peter. What's mm-hmm. that? What I need you to do is follow me. Do it like I do. So there are four points that he had there. But what is most powerful, Lauren, to this whole conversation here, that he is doing, asking those three questions to undo his three denials. That is my perception. He's undoing him, uh, the three denials, and then restoring him in front of his peers. How important is it to you, Lauren, if you really mess up? And the person that you feel that you've messed up, he's forgiving you or whatever. And making sure that the people around you do think (laughs) you've just blown it are being restored in front of the person that was offended.
0: (laughs) Uh, That lands very deeply.
1: uh, What would that do for you when you have said Oh, I'll never leave you. And then you and he tells you you're gonna deny me three times, and then you mm-hmm. do it.
0: Yep. Absolutely.
1: And and, and that's what he does. Mm-hmm. And 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 the, the the exclamation point of the reinforcement, Lauren, mm. is the fact that he restored Peter in front of his peers. Mm. That, to me, is the most powerful part of John 21. And so what I'm trying to tell you that each one of these case studies that we'll be doing will have a different kind of 3R, respond, relate, and reinforce. It's unique to that particular style. And what we need to do is understand those strategies and apply them to the person that we know is a particular style. Mm -hmm. and depend on the Holy Spirit to say, this is what you do. You may not understand why they did it. That's not your job. Your job is to love that person.
0: Absolutely. So to sum that up, uh, for listeners today, who perhaps you are an I, you know, and and how would you just sum that up in a few sentences, um, Ken? You know you're an I when what? How do you know you're an I?
1: Well, you know, we are I, when you really are, uh, have a gift to go ahead and, 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 and express how you feel very easily and, and, and can, can talk and really enjoy people and relating to people and having fun. When you know that, but then also what you also know in very sobering terms, that what you're not, what your want is, is to be liked. And when you get into a rejection thing, it's not fatal, but know that that's hard to manage. And if you have friends around you that love you anyway and can go ahead and kind of <laughs> nudge you a little bit, you're, you're heading into da- dangerous territory and I'm here for you. That's when you start <laughs> having some, some real life-changing events in your life.
0: And if I want to respond to an I, what do I do?
1: I, I never judge, but I always try to a sense that if they want feedback, you know, I will give them feedback. If they want, don't want feedback, that I just listen. Mm-hmm. That's, I, I can't tell you anything more important in my, my many years with Linda. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. She knows that I love her no matter what she does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I, i'm going to affirm her no matter what may not always like what she does but she knows absolutely that i love her
0: and particularly
1: in our time when we get into trouble we're gonna end it up with praying together
0: i love that i love that thank you for sharing that when you're relating to an eye uh-huh. or just even knowing that hey this definitely means a lot to me you mentioned something ask a question in a positive tone that's very powerful yeah. because, um, the D's don't need that. No, but the eyes do.
1: Uh, Absolutely. Uh-huh. And
0: so, so to understand that and to reinforce, how do we reinforce an eye? What's the best way to reinforce an eye?
1: I? I, 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 I think it's, it's a, uh, the big thing for me is the tone to watch mm-hmm. my tone and make it affirming type of a thing. It's, uh, I really, the thing I work on for myself is to, is to check my logic button at the
0: door. <laughs> mm, good choice, my friend.
1: <laughs> check, check it at the door
0: Just and, saying. At,
1: and watch my tone mm-hmm. and have eye contact with her. Uh, you know, that, that, that I'm there for her. Mm. And if she needs me to say something, I will, if it don't, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and uh, uh, just listen to her. i I, I can't say it any better than that that's all Mm -hmm. all i know to do is just to be available to her she knows Mm -hmm. she knows i love her she knows that i will not judge her for a randomness Uh, Mm -hmm. i put i check my judgment thing at the door too you know here well you
0: created you created a wonderful um a wonderful chart of of this and we included it in our book emotional intelligence in christ but it just kind of sums it up and um we actually talk through it uh, in, in one of the chapters in our book. I thought it was so brilliant on how you separated out how an I solves problems, a D, S, yes. and a C. So yep. can you just in one sentence describe how an I solves problems?
1: Uh, it's is hearing
0: themselves talk. Mm-hmm.
1: Just Random, random thoughts. thoughts. Random thoughts, hearing themselves talk. And what I need to make, allow for positive type fun. And in that thing, not a judge, uh, ju- judge what they're saying. Hey, this doesn't make any sense. What does it have to do with the problem?
0: <laughs> exactly. That's a C. I'm very familiar with that. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you already know You're where are not I'm. making sense. You're not making sense. <laughs> saying, let me help you. Not at all. <laughs> yep. Exactly. You're gaining no ground. So let's end with this question. Uh-huh. How do you measure the maturity of high eyes? How do you know? I mean, Jesus had it all going. He knew yeah. how to relate. And yeah. we talk about that in our book, Emotional mm-hmm. Intelligence in Christ, on how he was masterful at meeting everyone, D-I-S-C, uh-huh. and how he he used self-control, modeled altruism, and created those connections, allowed himself to be interruptible, as we, as we say in that one chapter. How do you measure the maturity of high eyes? Well, I, I thank you for
1: that question. And the way it is, and I always go back to the scripture, is to is to say what at the at at in the book of Acts, you know, what was Peter like? And that ability to go ahead and withstand rejection, be be absolutely convinced that people talking to you want to reject you and you Mm -hmm. stay firm to the to the gospel message and not Mm -hmm. go to shift blame you when you control the shift blame and 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 going ahead and try to deny responsibility those two things and and go ahead and control that and stay firm uh, that's when you know and of course Peter was on trial for healing a a man Uh, This is acts four and he stood and the, and the high priest asked the question, by what power do you do this? He healed the guy and he says, I'm so glad you asked the question. It wasn't me. It's not about me that's idea.
0: huge for an eye that's maturity for an eye oh
1: that's maturity to be able to mm-hmm. say no i don't know how the guy got you know yeah. healed i mean you're blaming me with something i don't know i mean mm-hmm. you know you can check it you know do do that kind of backtracking no he stood firm and presented God. when you see them not being flustered or losing emotional control over being rejected and handling it mm. that's when you know that there's something spiritually going on maturity is going on to handle rejection.
0: That's your Mm -hmm. measurement. That's huge. Thank you for that. Um, you were masterful at at giving us our case studies throughout our book and we've included them all. Um, again, it's emotional intelligence in Christ.com. We've included them throughout the book and very excited to continue to, to have these conversations around how people are wired because there is such, um, uh, wickedness is increasing our, our last podcast was entitled Jesus is coming back are you ready yeah. and one of the signs is that the wickedness will increase and as a result the love of most will grow cold and so our intention behind this project as you know very well is to offer a solution and to remind ourselves of the solution so that our hearts don't grow cold in the midst of the increase of wickedness. So if you wouldn't mind just closing us in prayer, uh, we'll we'll get back to implementing uh, how to love well and this this strategy to, to love eyes well when people are different from you. Remember, not everyone thinks the way you do. Holy Spirit is masterful at giving us that insight and emotional intelligence.
1: Well, before we go to prayer, I'd like to do a little commercial. I'd like the next one to be on the Apostle Paul. <laughs> and yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll do that one next and see how different it is. But Excellent. You with know, we'll, 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 we'll Peter, and, and I'll, I'll just close in prayer. So Father, month, want to thank Paul. you for the privilege I had to be with Lauren and just chatting about uh, the, the, the incredible giftedness of high eyes. Mm. And I pray through our time that we had here to discuss how do we encourage? How do we how do we love more effectively the eye styles that you created in our lives? They're so rich in their giftedness. And I pray that we've said something intelligent and that your Holy Spirit could use what we said to encourage others who are trying to figure out how to love high eyes. So I thank you for our time and look forward to what you're gonna do in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen give them heaven out there. The wickedness and darkness is definitely increasing. And in our last podcast, Jesus is coming back. Are you ready? We talk about what that looks like. So if you haven't tuned into that one, perhaps that's your next choice. And we look forward to seeing you next podcast. Remember to outshine the darkness.